Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Well, good Monday morning. You've made it past Thanksgiving. Most of you are probably a good halfway through your leftovers. And isn't it amazing that we are so blessed by God to have leftovers? As you know, so many people around us and around the world do not. So thank God for that and share what you can when you can. But we are entering into Advent season. Now that's what we call it in the Christian world because Advent means to come into and Jesus came into this world. Was it in December? No, but let's just not mess with that, shall we? It's all right to go ahead and celebrate. It's all right to go ahead and focus. We weren't given his birthday. And I've heard all kinds of arguments for all kinds of dates and none of them are that convincing. If he'd wanted us to have it, he would have told us. But is celebrating it all right? Of course it is. But I'd like to help you through this the best I could. And so allow me to be your pastor, giving you a little bit of breathing space. The world doesn't want to give you breathing space right now. And I understand that because they've got a lot riding on this. Many, many, many businesses will either survive or die because of the business they're going to do the next five weeks plus the weeks before this because as you know our Christmas season in America starts before Halloween. They really got to push this because they want to eat, they want to make money as well, they want to survive and I get that. And I love it when people shop local and do local things but it's not always possible. It's just a, a mess, isn't it? I don't want it to be a mess. So I want to give us one passage talk to you for a few minutes, and then let's let you go. Is that right? In 1 Timothy 6, starting at verse 6, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. There's a lot of weight in this relatively short passage that we could have a few sermons on, but we're not gonna do that. We're gonna focus on a couple of the main points and then run through a few extra items, all right? First, godliness with contentment is great gain. So two things, one, trying to be more like God in our purity, our love, and our sharing with others, our kindness, our grace, for God is love. And First John is very emphatic that those who love are born of God and they love God because they love, and love is how it's, it's all there. So regardless of what else is going on in your life, move toward love and you'll be moving toward God. 
then with contentment. The world has um, strategies and it's actually called strategic discontent. When McDonald's added a, a toy to their Happy Meal, and for those of you that don't have a McDonald's, which is very few people actually in the world anymore, it is a, um, it's a fast food chain and they have these little bags with cartoon characters and such on it and movie tie-ins and they would put a little toy in there. Now this toy is a cheap toy. They rarely last. They rarely are worth taking home. But if you do not buy your child this meal of great joy with the accompanying entertainment you know, bonanza that is that toy, the child is heartbroken. Why? Because they've been set up for strategic discontent that allows the kid to push you to make McDonald's some more money. Now, is that evil? No, it isn't evil. That's just the way things are. So we'll get new car advertisements and we'll get new this advertisements and we'll be told you really need to be wearing this and you really need to be thinking about this. And if you love somebody, you need to you know, spend 15 years salary on this. It can, it can all be quite silly, can't it? But there comes a time where, and I know it sounds twee and trite, but to look around and say, this, I'm content, this. My wife and I had talked early in our marriage and a little bit in the dating time about children and we wanted several. We got two. Are we content? Yes, absolutely so. I uh, twins run in my family and we thought wouldn't be great to have a couple sets of twins. We didn't. Am I content that we just had a girl and six years later a boy? Absolutely. We have friends that have like 17 grandchildren. We've got five and we're told by both kids that's, that's the number. Are we content? Of course we are. Because it's not like we look at our two children or our five grands and say, Sure wish we had more people around to love. We, we, we need more people. This, these people, these people in our life is a, it's just an incredible blessing. And then I look at our food. We have enough. In fact, we have so much that sometimes we have to save it. And sometimes we have to toss it away because we didn't get to it in time. Wow. I can sit in the chair. In fact, in my home, I have a choice of chairs in which to sit. That's amazing. Contentment. I am, um, by the time you watch this, we will, uh, I'll have almost hit 67 years. Now that means that the road ahead of me is quite a bit shorter than the road behind me. Am I content? Yeah. Do I hit the ball as far as I used to in golf? Nope. But I'll probably hit it as far as I can see it now. <laughs> so contentment. It is a great game because then you can walk into the malls. Remember malls? Malls were fun. I, I actually really do miss the joy uh, and the social thing of going into a mall and seeing all the people. And I'll still go in. We have a couple around here that are still operating and doing, doing pretty well. And I'll go watch the lights and see the people, but I don't feel the need to buy anything. I have shirts. I have trousers. I've got shoes got a car. Would I really enjoy having 
oh, like a Corvette, and then a Land Rover, and then a this. Absolutely, of course I would. But am I content with my Hyundai Tucson? Of course I am. And so you can like things, and there's not even a sin in buying them. But remember to be content where you are with what you've got. Learning to like what you have and have what you want. I mean, that's just a, that's a lot of fun. And God wants us to work on that. Now, I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty here. Because if you've got a Corvette and a Land Rover in your, in your garage, and <clears throat> you really you'll want to have an airplane too, you know something? That's up to you. It really is. I'm not going to judge you. When my young, not youngest grandson anymore, but when he was my youngest grandson, uh, little Ollie came to me. He was probably four or five, maybe five at this time. And he looked at me and says, Granddad, do you know something? And I said, what's that? And he said, if you have enough money to buy a Lamborghini, you can have a Lamborghini. Cracked me up. I was wondering, are you listening to Dave Ramsey or something? Um, he, he, but he's exactly right. You know, if it's, if it's something you can't afford and you're still doing good with what you've got, I'm not gonna judge you. That's not my job. I'm content with what I've got. That's not always true. I have to remind myself to be content. There's a little song we sang in church when I was a kid. I've not heard it in a long time. Uh, Count your many blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. And it was a sweet song and the message absolutely on point. It just seemed a little bit, like I said earlier, twee and trite. And so we don't sing those kind of songs maybe like we need to. Counting your blessings, I can't. I really can't. I'd get distracted and wander off. But I have so many, that's the reason. Godliness with contentment. Let's try to keep that. Because being rich, it's not worth it. It's just not, you know, trying to be rich is not worth it. Being rich, I don't know what that feels like. I would imagine it has its own set of really difficult problems. I think every economic condition does. But also, Paul goes on to say, you didn't bring anything into the world and you won't take it out. And that's very true. Cammie and I are at a point in our lives where we don't want things. I mean, both of us have birthdays in December and then we have Christmas. We like giving little gifts to the grands and giving more symbolic gifts to our children. The reason I say symbolic is because they have good jobs. We have good jobs. In fact, many of you, the reasons why Cammie and I have a house, and that's, we will never forget that. You've supported us for three years now, and um, thank you. That's it. So the grands will sometimes, what do you want for your birthday? And I really don't want a thing. What I would like is time. Time with the kid. Time with the grand. Time with family. Now, the world wants to mess this up. It'll pressure you into buying. It'll pressure you into creating an event. There are certain commercials which actually do make me angry, and I don't. Not a lot does. Um, I well, I can have a little simmer of discontent sometimes. I don't generally get angry. Uh, I don't stomp out. It's just inside I'm going. This is hurting people. Whenever, for example, 
you know, I bought you this $75,000 or <clears throat> now up to $100,000 if it's internal combustion engine and far more if it's electric. I bought you this $75,000 truck and I bought one for me. And she goes, oh, I like this one better. They've been running that one for a few years. Others will have Mercedes going down a snowy road with bows on the top of them. Uh, it's a bit much. That's a bit much. And it creates this strategic discontent to where you always feel like you're not doing enough and sneaking suspicion others aren't doing enough for you. It's, it's time to reduce. And it's time, instead of presence with a T, presence with a C. Just be with people. It's already stressful enough because on Christmas Day, they're going to close the stores and you're going to be in a, in a house with people you don't normally live with, right? You may love family, but there's a reason why you live in different states. And this can be a very tense time. Just be aware, all things pass. This will too. Take deep breaths, smile. Don't fix people. Don't correct people. Let it, just let it roll. Somebody already died for these people. You don't have to. Just relax. And then the perfect Christmas gift. How many perfect Christmas gifts have you heard of on commercials? That's a lot, isn't it? I actually tried to keep track one year and I got bored with it and gave up uh, before December was even half through. The perfect Christmas gift is whatever you want to give and whatever they like and it's really just being there with them and showing them love. That's it. We got a big toy catalog. I miss the big like Sears Christmas catalogs and JCPenney Christmas catalogs. If you're in Breton, the Argos catalogs and you know, there, there are other catalogs, you know, Canadian Tire. I, Canadian Tire is a lot more interesting store than a tire store. Uh, but these things were, were a big deal, the wish books. Well, we got a, one from Amazon and I'm going, well, it, you know, okay. Uh, but it didn't even put the prices of the toys in there. I think it's basically let the kids circle this and then we'll tell you how much it is. I'm going, ah, no, no. Besides my grands right now are far more interested in, can you just give us money? Cause they know what they want. And we say, cool. And we do that. Actually, they tell us we don't even have to do that. They're being raised so well. But remember, please put this in your head. The people on, on the telly, on, on your TV, media, magazines, and even those people who are whispering into your, your ear will tell you, you have to buy this and buy this. They will not be there to help you pay for it when the bill comes due. So do not listen to them unless they're willing to help you with the bill. And saying interest-free for a year is not helping you. They're not losing money. What they're doing is inflating the price so that the interest is already baked into the cake. Don't do this. Don't, don't buy a car now because you'll save $1,500. You could probably buy, you could probably save 55,000 by not buying the car. You know, don't fall for this. They will push and grands, grandparents, listen to me. Your kid, your grandkids do not want what the special seasonal commercials are pushing. You know, buy this little fluffy toy that sings this song, all your grands will love it. And then there'll be pictures of little kids loving it. And, uh, and maybe even a phone call, oh, thank you, granda. And so you always oh, have to buy, they don't want that. You are out of touch with their media 
and what they're watching and listening to. So find out maybe, you know, let's do something smaller, something simple and love them, be there with them and ask them to be with you. Your parents and grandparents don't need any presents. They really don't. I don't, I don't want to put things more places. I'm trying to get rid of things. I just want to see people, my people. And then I'll close out with this. It's something I put on the end of a lot of my emails. It's something I say very often to people. And I get it absolutely from Peter, took it word for word from Peter, because I think it's one of the greatest little things to add on. This day, my friends, and every day, may God bless you with grace and peace and abundance. Enjoy the next month. I am.